Thank you for tuning in. We'll get to your program right after this short word from our sponsors. Do you wake up feeling like your best days have passed you by? Omega-3s are essential to the health of your body and cells. Scientists say an imbalance in the omega-3-6 ratio is a major cause of many illnesses. You need testing to know how healthy your cells are. Without testing, you're only guessing. Test yourself at home and start feeling better today. Find out how by calling Rick Kroll at 305-933-4219. Welcome to the Home Business Success Show. Join us as we speak to home business entrepreneurs for tips, tricks, do's, and even don'ts for running a successful home business. Welcome everyone. I'm Hank Eater, also known as Hank the PR Guy, host of the Home Business Success Show, and you're listening to bizradio.us. All entrepreneurs, all the time. We'll join our guest right after my two cents marketing minute. You know, there's people I've heard say that even for those who do home business, when they're doing business, they should separate their business mindset from their, from the rest of their mindset, like from when they're with, with home and family and all the other things they do. And some claim that you should actually dress for work, dress for success, even if you're spending a few hours not seeing anyone. I have mixed feelings about that, but you know, I see how that works for others. I personally like to be comfortable when I'm not going to be around anyone. But that being said, our guest We'll have a lot to share with us about how clothing can help your mindset and how people can find what's right for them. And uh, let's find out a little bit more about that. Our guest is Damian Parsons, a multi-talented professional with a diverse range of skills and accomplishments. He's the founder and CEO of SizeWise Closet Coach, a virtual style companion offering closet coaching services to enhance confidence and fine clothing that suits diverse body types and styles. Beyond fashion, Damien excels as a creative consultant in UI, UX, leveraging creative thinking to merge design and technology, fostering unique connections. His hobbies include reading, longboarding, running, and illustrating, with roots in Jamaica. With over 15 years experience, he has worked with prestigious companies like Publicis Sapient, PwC, Carnival Cruise Lines, Coca-Cola, and Google, delivering innovative digital solutions. Damien is recognized for his detail-oriented approach and ability to design client business goals with customer expectations, thriving in creatively challenging environments. Welcome to the show, Damien. Thanks for having me, Hank. That was a long introduction. (laughs) Could have made that shorter. I guess we could, but I don't think it even begins to describe all of the things that I see that you do. So you ever heard the expression polymath? You know that expression polymath? I've heard of it. Yeah, it's somebody who like delves in in a lot of different fields, but excels in so many different things. And I think you probably fit that description. Anyway, that being said, you have quite a diverse background. In addition to what you've already shared, 
I understand you're a Grammy-winning album cover designer. Would you tell us what you do and how you juggle all these different roles? Oh, absolutely. Thanks for asking the question. So, yeah, that was a project that I did with a couple of friends. They have a band called Black Violin. So two guys uh, from Haiti and one born here in the U.S., Kevin and Will, uh, they both play violin on hip hop. And when I was in college, I met them. We did road tours together. We actually did the Super Bowl once where I met Alicia Keys and, and some other celebrities behind the stage. But uh, yeah, they came to me, they had this project and they needed help architecting what this looks like visually. Uh, and it wasn't a desire to, to win a Grammy. It was just them doing their work and me showing up for work. And we ended up with an album cover that you saw. They got nominated and, you know, we, we celebrated that together. That's pretty amazing. Well, the interesting thing about it is that usually when something like that occurs, somebody usually doesn't set out to win a Grammy, per se. It's like, you know, people who tell me, well, I'm in business to make money. Well, of course you are, because if you weren't making money, you wouldn't be in business. But at the same time, if money is your only motivating factor and you don't have a why, then probably you're not going to stay in that business very long. So in this sense, yeah, they they did what they did for a love of music, and you did what you did because they wanted you to design a cover, right? And it all worked out in the end, and that's uh, uh, quite a beautiful thing. Yeah. So let me ask you this. When did the entrepreneurial bug first bite? Have you owned a number of companies over the years? Uh, it's. I guess I was born with the bug. Yeah, the, the bug's been biting me since I was born. Uh, so I grew up in Jamaica. My grandmother, she was a seamstress. So growing up in a house where we always hustled was kind of a part of who I was. We sold ice cream. Uh, I made jerseys for my neighborhood soccer team because they couldn't afford it. So I just volunteered my services from what I learned in art school and I screen printed numbers. <laughs> on on t-shirts so that they could join contests uh yeah i used to do things in high school where i sold sneakers and bags and it was just always a part of who i was they, they weren't structured businesses they were it was just a hobby to connect people with the things they love but still the experiences that we get from things like that really come in handy for entrepreneurship and part of, you know some of the problems we have with some of the people here in this country is that they didn't do those kind of things in their youth they you know they went to school they played with their friends they messed around when they were teenagers and then they jump into the work world even if they went to college, still not really knowing what it is that they want to do with themselves. So I think all of those kind of experiences that you just described really prepare a person for entrepreneurship. Absolutely. Yeah. So now your current business, SizeWise Closet, SizeWise Closet Coach, is both unique and innovative. Would you please tell us about SizeWise? Yeah. Thanks for asking. So SizeWise is the first of its kind. It's a virtual style companion. 
And what we do is help our clients shape their closets to fit their unique bodies and lifestyle by offering them a patented size calculator and one-on-one virtual consultations with live coaches around the world so that they can show up for date night, speaking engagements, even a job interview, feeling confident and stylish. So I encourage anyone that looks in their fill closets every morning and say they have nothing to wear to look to a size-wise closet coach as a solution. Right. Now, there are people who have amazing closets, and they do still say that they have nothing to wear. That's that's a, a yeah, unique there, thing. There was a number there. So there's a number for it. There was a research done in the U.S., and it said over 75% of Americans, they actually engage in this habit. <laughs> yeah, I found that over the years to be, uh, you know, I, I'll probably get uh, chastised for saying this, but I found that over the years to be more of a function of some of the women that I've known to have this huge closet and still feel like they have nothing to wear. It's like that joke where you see, well, this part isn't even a joke. You go into a department store and you go up the whole floor, you know, is is women's clothing. Then you go into the men's clothing area and there's like, you know, two little areas on one of the floors because... Three racks. Yeah, exactly. They don't need <laughs> yeah. as much stuff. But so there, there's also a scientific name for it. It's called the paradox of choice. And what it describes is when we have too many options, we get burdened. And when we finally make a decision, we're unsatisfied because we think the choice that we made isn't good enough. So it's it's not only with the closet, it applies to the closet as well, but you see it in other areas of our lives, right? I mean, Americans today have more channel options than any other humans in history, right? Like, but we still have nothing to watch. <laughs> so <laughs> this is it. It's just a burden of choices and we don't know where to start. Well, this notion of nothing to watch, is that really the fault of the 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 watcher who, you know, is not easy to satisfy, or the fact that there's so much it's like a wasteland out there of mindless entertainment. I remember in the days of when I first got cable TV, back when I was living in South Florida, I came to the realization that I now had 191 channels, but as I scrolled through them, I still didn't find anything that seemed hardly worth looking at. Uh, putting that aside, please, please give me some insight on how having the right wardrobe can contribute to someone's self-esteem or help them pursue their business goals more confidently. I think that's the perfect question and to segue into what we were just talking about, right? What I've realized is the closet is the closest tangible thing we have to our personal brand. And if we're not aware of that and we get caught up in trends, we can get lost in all the decisions that we have to make. And a big part of what we've been helping clients with is not starting with the trends or the brands, it's starting with you. If we can help you determine your body size, your shape, help you get measured, figure out what your personality traits are and help that personal brand through, it eliminates the clutter. It makes the decision-making a lot easier. So instead of standing in front of the closet for an hour deciding what to wear, we help people make better efficient decisions about how they even show up for work every single day. 
That's cool. You know, I know a young man who's rather neurodivergent. And he once heard, might have said it was Bill Gates, or it was one of those big guys, it was Bill Gates, or it was Elon Musk. One of them said, if you just have a closet full of the same the same outfits, you'd never have to spend any of your time thinking about what to wear. Well, this guy is a really heavy-duty programmer, you know, a com- coder and programmer. And he just likes to go into his closet. He might have 15 of the same shirt. So he just puts it on and doesn't give it any thought. But I don't think that's all that creative. And I think that one might develop more of a strong self-image by having choices and taking control of those choices. You think I? You think there's some credence in that? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. What you shared is, and these are decisions we all have to make, right? They're personal decisions. Steve Jobs did the same thing. Mark Zuckerberg did the same thing. They have a uniform and that uniform creates efficiency. However, most of us, when we are in a the reality of our day-to-day, we cannot show up every day in a uniform, right? We, we have the events and we have the personal life and the business life. So there, it requires diversity. And you don't have to sacrifice style in order to show up comfortably. Very cool. And efficiently, because that's the topic, right? Can it be efficient? Yes, it can. And and still be stylish and still make the person feel good about themselves. Correct. Very cool. Well, you know, right now, body image is, is a hot button topic in today's society. I've been seeing TV ads with plus size people boldly embracing their body types. Most of us don't think much about the relationship between clothing and self-image and size. Would you tell us a little bit more about that? Sure. So this is a very personal topic. When I share my thoughts or opinions on this subject, it's not to judge. And I have a saying, we don't judge, we dress. <laughs> we, and I also share that everybody is unique. And if we're going to say that, we have to embrace what that really means, right? It's not just a tagline. If you feel that your uniqueness shines in being plus size, I have no judgment on who that should be or, or, or who, who, who else needs to decide what comfort is for someone else. And I know what the argument is, right? There's health issues and there's uh, influential uh, habits that might be a side effect of putting these messages out. But at the end of the day, it's a personal decision. And so what I realized really quickly, especially in this business, is if we're going to help, we cannot help with resentment. We cannot help with judgment. And we cannot help with hate. You know, I think if we could apply those three things to all areas of personal interaction, I think this would be a much better world. I agree. So uh, what does a session with SizeWise look like? We've designed it so it's really straightforward and simple for any consumer. Uh, The idea was to always help as many people as possible. So my background as a creative director in user experience design, that was one of the first things I, I thought through. How can I pull 
systems together in place and have it seamlessly connect our clients through technology to the answers and results that they're looking for. And what we've done is created a system where customers can book sessions in time blocks. And the analogy I use is it's an Uber for stylists. You ride as long until you ride until you get to your style destination. <laughs> and what we mean by that is you can book a 15 minute session all the way up to a 60 minute session or more, depending on the service that you get just to speak to a coach. So you book time with them virtually. You speak over a video session one on one. And if you're a first timer, all our consultation starts technically. So we help you get measured. We identify a few body points and we describe to you what body type you are. And that information alone is transformative for most of our clients. Understanding the framework and the blueprint of who you are eliminates more than half of the products that we're buying that we're trying to fit into and puts us in a direction where we're making better decisions about things that will only flatter us. I see. So then if a person is really reaching out in the wrong place for something that doesn't suit them at all, not only are they wasting their time, they're wasting their money, and they're not going to be satisfied with the result of trying to trying to wear something maybe that they saw on a uh, supermodel on TV, but doesn't suit their body type at all. This is the direction. You're correct. Yeah. Could you share a story about someone for whom finding the right wardrobe was either transformational or even life-changing? I have a few clients that fit that bill, but the one that really <laughs> kind of set the trend for the direction that we took, uh, her name was, or is Lynn, and we we used to work together, and she was one of my first official clients. And in the beginning, we were just kind of testing the product, going through it. I was looking for feedback. And after her session, we reached out. We were on a call, and I asked her, like, how was the session? And she ended up giving me a testimonial that I still use to this day. And what she revealed was the information that she received from the coach not only helped her crystallize how to make better decisions about how she makes, how she thinks about getting dressed. But she also gave away 50% of our closet to her niece because she realized that half the stuff that she had just wouldn't fit. And she knew it, but she just couldn't put her finger on it. And, and the reason that felt transformative to me was one, if we open the gates by saying you have to give away 50% of your closet, that conversation wouldn't go so well. So because she understood and we gave her the information and it's it's coaching where we're helping you fill the gaps, understand the narrative of what you're trying to project onto the world. And once you understand that even for a fraction, I, I call it one of the root cause issues. Like we help people shine a light on a space that we've been ignoring for a long time. That's pretty awesome because when 
like you said, if you led with, you have to get rid of 50% of what's in your closet, they'll say, you know, don't call me, I'll call you. <laughs> but I think once the transformation takes place, then they realize it. I'm thinking as we talk right now that behind me, there's a closet where probably 85% of what I have in there, I probably haven't worn for years. But I'm a creature of habit, you know, I'll wear the same kind of things over and over again. Someone once told me, this was a gay friend of mine, probably 20, not 20 years ago, about 15 years ago, said to me, what you need, my friend, is the queer eye for the straight guy. (laughs) He's probably right. Remember that show? I do. I'm sure he was right. You know, it's amazing how quickly we're running out of time here. But is there anything I haven't asked you that you would like to share? Um. I mean, yeah, I think you covered all the bases. Uh, I mean, the, the inspiration from all this is my grandmother. Uh, I mean, I give her credit all the time. Whenever I think back to even asking myself, like, why did you get into this? The only memories I have is staying up late with her watching Star Trek while she had her sewing machine running. And it was just that, like, it was my grandmother was synonymous with fashion she she made clothing for everyone in the neighborhood for myself school uniforms church clothes so that was it and then a part of me really looking into it again and getting to this point was after her passing i did you know went to the mall like everyone else dumpster dive for clothes trying to find stuff that fit and i realized that I felt lost in the shuffle of that. I didn't know exactly what being found meant, but I started looking deeper into what it means to feel in products that were made for me. That's that's and cool. And this is what led me here. That's cool. That's certainly a great why. Well, if you would, very quickly, tell our listeners the best way to get in touch with you. SizeWiseClosetCoach.com Awesome. Awesome. Well, Thanks for being here with us today. And to our listeners, tune in every Wednesday at 11 a.m. for the Home Business Success Show here on bizradio.us. Before I go, I want to tell you that there are some great resources available to home business owners. You are not alone in the wilderness in your home business. The Home Business Success Community has your back. We're an online membership support community of like-minded home business entrepreneurs. Contact me to find out more. Just go to bizradio.us, click on shows, find my picture, and all of the contact information is right there. Remember, you can achieve success, freedom, and independence in your own home business. I've done it, Damien has done it, and you can too. I'll see you again next week. This is Hank Eater wishing all of you a fabulous day of home business success. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you just heard, be sure to subscribe to the podcast and be sure to visit bizradio.us to find hundreds of other engaging conversations, local events, and more.